The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Good morning and welcome to the Kids Mix with me, Kath B. We'll have loads of stories, loads of songs and loads of fun. Elucidate here. Everybody wants to be a cat because a cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. Tell me, everybody's picking up on that feline beat because everything else is obsolete. A square with a horn makes you wish you weren't born every time he plays. But with a square in the act, you can set music back. Do the I've heard some corny birds who tried to sing Still a cat's the only cat who knows how to swing Who wants to dick, long head dick, stuff like that When everybody wants to be a cat A square with a horn makes you wish you weren't born Every time he plays, oh, a rinky-tinky-tinky With a square in the act, you can set music back To the caveman days Oh, a rinky-tinky-tinky Yes, everybody wants to be a cat Because a cat's the only cat who knows where it's at When playing jazz, you always has a welcome back Everybody digs a swinging cat Lovely to have you here on the Kids Mix with me, Kath B, on Fresh FM. When we're in the car, we sometimes play I Spy. Do you? Have you ever played I Hear with my little ear? Well, Itty Bitty Beats have.
Wake up, it's the morning, and it's lovely to have you here on Fresh FM's Kids Mix with me, Kath B. Do you lose your socks? Sometimes you have one and not the other one. Do you find them somewhere, maybe under your bed? I think the washing machine eats them. Here's my song called Odd Socks. Red socks, white socks, stripy or gold. Sometimes I find them covered in mould. Yeah. When I buy them, they're a pair. But I've been wearing odd socks all year. Where do my other socks go? They disappear. Socks with holes and socks with spots Ankle socks, well I've got lots Out of the packet two socks come But before too long there's only one Where does my other sock go? It disappears Well I've been thinking lately There must be an odd sock meeting spot But where on earth that spot might be I haven't got a clue Well have you? Sparkly socks and socks with cars Lightning bolts or yellow stars Both in the wash those socks of mine But only one comes off the line Where does my other sock go? It disappears Odd socks At home or in the playground Odd socks It's a common phenomenon When I finally decide to throw Those odd socks out Well, what do you know? The very next day, without a doubt, I'll look down at the floor and shout, Oh no, not another odd sock. Where did that come from? It just appeared. Well, I've been thinking lately there must be an odd sock meeting spot. But where on earth that spot might be, I haven't got a clue. meeting spot but where on earth that spot might be I haven't got a clue well have you well have you well have you here's an old story that I love by Don Wilson and the Starlighters it's called Little Toot seemed to behave himself. He wasn't really bad, but it just seemed he was always getting into trouble. You see, Little Toot was a tugboat, and a tugboat is supposed to pull the big ships around the harbor. That's what Little Toot's father did. His name was Big Toot, and when he blew his whistle, it sounded like this. But when Little Toot blew his whistle, it sounded like this. <laughs> oh, funny little whistle, wasn't it? But Little Toot didn't care. He went on his merry way, zipping around in the water, in and out among the big ocean liners, tooting his whistle and blowing round black smoke balls out of his smokestack. First the whistle, then a puff of smoke. 
Won't you ever grow up, little two? Won't you ever grow up, little two? When there's work to be done, all you think of is fun. Won't you ever grow up, little two? Well, as I said, little two didn't really mean to be bad. And when he saw how hard Big Toot worked pulling the big ocean liners, he decided to help him. So, when he saw his father tugging away with a huge ship on the end of his rope, Little Toot scooted around and back to the big liner and started to push. But he pushed on the rudder by mistake. And when the rudder turned, of course the big liner turned too. And, well, you can imagine the rest. The big ship got completely out of control and went round and round in circles and ran right over Big Toot, who went down under the waves and came up full of water, sputtering and gasping for breath. <laughs> And then the big ocean liner, still out of control, crashed into the docks and went right up on the land and stopped in the middle of a street. That is, after knocking down a couple of buildings. Fire engines came running and there was much excitement. Won't you ever grow up, little two? Won't you ever grow up, little two? When you get into trouble, you get into it double. Won't you ever grow up, little two? What a shame, what a shame. You disgraced your father's name. Won't you ever... Up to that time, most of Little Toot's troubles were little ones. But now he was really in big trouble. For steering an ocean liner right up onto the street and through a couple of buildings was no joke. So the police boats came and took Little Toot away. Out of the harbor and out into the big ocean, beyond the 12-mile limit. And they left him there, all alone, with instructions never to come back home. Out there in the ocean, beyond the sight of land, Little Toot spent a frightful night tossed about by the big waves while the life buoys and sounds in the night made eerie noises. And then a storm came up. And Little Toot was soaked all the way up to the top of his smokestack. Waves bigger than he was towered over him and crashed onto his head so that he spluttered and coughed with water. <laughs> But suddenly, the sky was lighted with a rocket, the signal of a ship in distress. Forgetting his own fears, Little Toot raced toward the spot where he saw the rocket. And in a flash of lightning, he saw a big ocean liner caught between two rocks. Little Toot believed he'd need help. And as he raced to the spot, he began puffing smoke balls out of his smokestack. Only he puffed them so that they spelled SOS in smoke in the sky. SOS means that someone is in trouble. Just as little tooted hope, the other tugs back home in the harbor saw the smoke in the sky and knew something was wrong. They tried to get out to help, but the storm forced them back. Little Toot was the only hope now. So instead of bucking the waves as the big tugs had done, he skimmed along the top of them, bouncing from one to the other. When he reached the ocean liner, the captain of the ship threw a big rope to little Toot. Then little Toot started to pull. And pull. And pull. Uh, 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 
he made it. The ocean liner was pulled free, and off Little Toot went to take it into the harbor. And the other cubs, who had seen the whole thing, set up a tremendous racket with their whistles. That was their sound of approval for Little Toot's daring rescue, and a welcome home to Little Toot, who had certainly proven himself worthy of being a full-fledged tugboat. <laughs> and incidentally made his father very proud of him, too. <laughs> well, it seems you've grown up, Little Toot. ask your dad that question one day. But until then, the Funky Monkeys have got a song called Being a Dad. When we were kids, there were guys in our lives who taught us lots of stuff. Mine taught me how to go fishing on our boat if the sea wasn't rough. They showed us how we could do our best And how to raise the bar They'd always be saying you're special And we believe that you're a star 
Being a dad, being a dad, being a dad, being a dad, it takes time, give them time, being a dad. My dad used to kid me that he'd gone and taken my nose. My dad used to splash me with water from our garden hose. My dad would play football with me at the local school. All of our dads were there for us. Dads are really cool. Being a dad, being a dad, being a dad, being a dad. It takes time, give them time, being a dad. Now I've got a little boy and I've got two. They are so much fun. If there's one thing that we have learned, it's the learning's never done. And the one thing that I hear a lot, they love hanging out with their kids. If that's not the most important thing, then I don't know what is. For my son, I'll play my guitar so he can dance to a tune. For my sons, I'll growl like a lion and chase them round the room. For these guys, I will listen and offer support where I can. My friends are great to go talk to when I need a helping hand. Being a dad, being a dad, being a dad, being a dad, it takes time. Here's a song with a really cool beat. It's by Katie Tunstall and it is from the movie Tinkerbell and the Legend of the Never Beast and it's called Float. Enjoy dancing to this song.
I think you know that one of my favourite writers for children is Dr Seuss. And in this story, you'll get to figure out how lucky you are. When I was quite young and quite small for my size, I met an old man in the desert of Dries, and he sang me a song I will never forget. At least, well, I haven't forgotten it yet. He sat at a terribly prickly place, but he sang with a sunny, sweet smile on his face. When you think things are bad, when you feel sour and blue, when you start to get mad, you should do what I do. Just tell yourself, Ducky, you're really quite lucky. Some people are much more, oh, ever so much more, oh, muchly, much, much more unlucky than you. (laughs) Be glad you don't work on the Bungle Bung Bridge that they're building across Boober Bay at Bum Ridge. It's a troublesome world. All the people who are in it are troubled with troubles almost every minute. You ought to be thankful, a whole heaping lot, for the places and people you're lucky you're not. Suppose, for example, you lived in Gazate and got caught in that traffic on Zate Highway 8. Or suppose, just for instance, you lived in Gazare with your bedroom up here and your bathroom up there. Suppose, just suppose, your poor Herbie Hart, who has taken his thromdimbulator apart. He never will get it together, I'm sure. He never will know if the gick or the gore fits into the scrux or the snucks or the snore. Yes, Ducky, you're lucky you're not Herbie Hart, who has taken his thromdimbulator apart. Think they work you too hard? Think of poor Ali Sard. He has to mow grass in his uncle's backyard, and it's quick-growing grass, and it grows as he mows it. The faster he mows it, the faster he grows it. And all that his stingy old uncle will pay for his shoving that mower around in that hay is the pitiless pay of two duplas a day. 
and Ali can't live on such pitiless pay. So... has to paint flagpoles on Sundays in Gruz. How lucky you are you don't live in his shoes. And poor Mr. Bix. Every morning at six, poor Mr. Bix has his morphine to fix. It doesn't seem fair. It just doesn't seem right. But his boyfriend just seems to go slump every night. It slumps in a heap, sadly needing repair. Fix figures it's due to the local night air. It takes him all day to unschlump it. And then the night air comes back and it slumps once again. Don't you feel blue? Don't get down in the dumps. You're lucky you don't have a boarfin that swamps. And while we are at it, consider the schlots, the crumplehorn, web-footed, green-bearded schlots whose tail is entailed with unsolvable knots. If he isn't muchly more worse off than you, I'll eat my umbrella. That's just what I'll do. And you're lucky indeed you don't ride on a camel. To ride on a camel, you sit on a whammel. A whammel, you know, is a sort of a saddle held on by a button that's known as a faddle. Boy, if your old whammel faddle gets loose, I'm telling you, Ducky, you're gone like a goose. And poor Mr. Potter, T-Crosser, I-Daughter. He has to cross T's and he has to dot I's in an I and T factory out in Van Nuys. Oh, the jobs people work at. Out west near Hotch Hotch, there's a Hotch Hotcher bee watcher. His job is to watch, is to keep both his eyes on the lazy town bee. A bee that is watched will work harder, you see. Well, he watched and he watched, but in spite of his watch, that bee didn't work any harder. Not much. So then somebody said, our old bee-watching man just isn't bee-watching as hard as he can. He ought to be watched by another hotch-hotcher. The thing that we need is a bee-watcher-watcher. Well... The bee-watcher-watcher watcher watched the bee-watcher. He didn't watch well, so another hotch-hotcher had to come in as a watch-watcher-watcher. And today, all the hotchers who live in hotch-hotch are watching on watch-watcher-watchering-watch. Watch-watching the watcher who's watching that bee. You're not a hotch-watcher. You're lucky, you see. And how fortunate you're not Professor Debris, who has spent the past 32 years, if you please, trying to teach Irish ducks how to read Javanese.
And think of the poor puffing Kugelhorn players who have to parade down the Kugelhorn stairs every morning to wake up the Prince of Puboken. It's awful how often their poogles get broken. And oh, just suppose you were poor Harry Haddo. Try as he will, he can't make any shadow. He thinks that perhaps something's wrong with his giz, and I think that by golly, there probably is. And the brothers bazoo, the poor brothers bazoo. Suppose your hair grew like theirs happened to do. You think you're unlucky? I'm telling you, Ducky. Some people are muchly, oh, ever so muchly, muchly more, more, more unlucky than you. And suppose that you lived in that forest in France, where the average young person just hasn't a chance to escape from the perilous pants-eating plants. But your pants are safe. You're a fortunate guy, and you ought to be shouting, "How lucky am I!" And speaking of plants, you should be greatly gladdish. You're not Farmer Falkenberg's seventeenth radish, and you're so so lucky. You're not Gucky Gown, who lives by himself ninety miles out of town. In the ruins of Ronk, Ronk is rather run down, and you're so 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 lucky you're not a left sock left behind by mistake in the caverns of Croc. Thank goodness for all of the things you are not. Thank goodness you're not something someone forgot. And left all alone in some punkerish place, like a rusty tin coat hanger hanging in space. That's why I say, Ducky, don't grumble, don't stew. Some critters are much, much, oh, ever so much, much, so muchly, much, much more unlucky than you.
This is a song by Randa, featuring Mo and Friends, called A Little Bit of Attitude. Mo's a monster, but not the scary type, so don't be scared of the dark and don't believe the hype. And if you think that, then nothing will prepare you. Most likely to cuddle, not befuddle you and scare you. It may be difficult for you to conceive it, so listen to this furry fella's flow and you'll believe it. Got heat like a volcano, or a hot potato, or a pie the five O's just about to blow. Now it's time for the lesson, cooler than a salad without the hot dressing, fresher than the carrot the straight out the chiller, had a flu shot, not gonna get iller, thoughtful, and you're gonna find most got no money but pays in kind, cause a cuddle and you'll have most gratitude, monster with a little bit of attitude. Feisty, fiery, fierce and unblinking No one like me setting a precedent I'm the future, barefoot and prescient Least dressed, not diamond encrusted And no, I don't need my attitude adjusted Gonna fly now? In the sky now Don't stop me if I'm getting too high now Here I come, watch me soar above the nation A little lacking in my flight coordination Crashing into trees, I'm gonna get a splinter Year-round summer, something in the winter Red on my head, I'm here to stay If I'm coming right through, get out of my way Step aside now Give me some latitude Fairy with a little bit of attitude I'm a fantail, but people think I'm an owl. Take a break, please throw in the towel. Maybe I'm not what you expected, but I think it's time you lot were corrected. Sorry if I'm not a typical fantail. Not sorry, because I'm reading my fan mail. Small body, big tail, I'm the opposite. Take a break from the beat, now I'm dropping it. Listen up and you're going to discover that you should not judge a book by its cover unless it's a book about me and the cover's 3D and the picture is a fantail looking carefree. And if you think I'm not, I'm not really worried about a problem you've got. Don't believe me, it really doesn't matter, dude. Fantail with a little bit of attitude. A tablespoon of attitude. Young. I felt like a unicorn, couldn't hide the swag even in my school uniform. Everybody comment on my style, so different. Now I make music and the internet is listening. Soon as I walk out, I felt like an oddball. Nowadays I don't hide, stand up, walk tall, taller than a tower, feel like a superpower. This voice once quiet, now I shout, make it louder. I'm making art with my pals in the city, city rolling in the whip, spit bars to I'm feeling silly. I like wearing colors, cause I think it's pretty fun. Yup, yup, even if somebody call me silly life is tough hard days you feel cold when you present the unexpected and don't fit a mold some will say change if you got the recipe but keep your identity you own your integrity if i could share a message y'all might take to heart stay go when they try pull you apart people saying quit you could say start no matter what you do and no matter what your art this is kath b on the kids mix and here's a story by jill murphy called on the way home This is a story by Jill Murphy called On The Way Home. Oh, there's a lot of pages to turn before you get to the story. 
Pierre had a bad knee, so she set off home to tell her mum all about it. On the way home, Claire met her friend Abigail. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Abigail. Well, said Claire, there was a very big bad wolf and it came sneaking up behind me as I passed by and it tried to take me home for its tea. But I screamed for help and a woodcutter came and chased the wolf away and the wolf dropped me and that's how I got my bad knee. Gosh, said Abigail. Then Claire met her friend Paul. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How'd you do it? asked Paul. Well, said Claire, there was a vast flying saucer and it came zooming out of the sky and tried to carry me off to a distant planet. But I struggled free just in time and fell crashing to the earth far below and that's how I got my bad knee. Good gracious me, gasped Paul. Then Claire met her friend Armageet. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Armageet. Well, said Claire, there was a huge hungry crocodile and it came lumbering out of the canal as I passed by and it tried to pull me into the water, but I crammed a piece of wood between its jaws and it was so cross that it knocked me over with its tail and that's how I got my bad knee. How dreadful, said Armageet. Then Claire met her friend Robert. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How'd you do it? asked Robert. Well, said Claire, there was a big, fat snake and it came slithering out of a tree and it wrapped itself around me and it squeezed and squashed, but I tickled it until it couldn't stop laughing and it dropped me and that's how I got my bad knee. I say, gasped Robert. Then Claire met her friend Samantha. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Samantha. Well, said Claire, there was an enormous dragon and it came soaring out of the clouds and it picked me up in its claws. But I gave it such a big kick that it dropped me and I fell for miles and miles through the air and that's how I got my bad knee. Caw, cried Samantha. Then Claire met her friend Nick. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Nick. Well, said Claire, there was a great hairy gorilla and it came creeping out of a garage as I passed by and it tried to drag me away. But I stamped on its toe so hard that it let me fall to the ground with a bump and that's how I got my bad knee and I didn't cry. Crumbs, said Nick. Then Claire met her friend Celia. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Celia. Well, said Claire, there was a gigantic giant and he came stamping through the house and picked me up and said, Fee-fi-fo-fum, a tasty girl for my hungry tum. And I punched him on the nose so hard that he let me fall and that's how I got my bad knee. Well, I never, exclaimed Celia. Then Claire met her friend Jonathan. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Jonathan. Well, said Claire, 
there was a ghastly ghost, and it came gliding out of a gloomy graveyard as I passed by, and it went, but I ran away so fast that I left it behind, and then I tripped over, and that's how I got my bad knee. Wow, said Jonathan. Then Claire met her friend Hannah. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked Hannah. Well, said Claire, there was a wicked old witch and she came swooping down from the rooftops and bundled me into her shopping bag. But I broke the bag with my feet and dived out onto the hard pavement and that's how I got my bad knee. Dear me, exclaimed Hannah. Claire arrived home and her mum came out. Look at my bad knee, said Claire. How did you do it? asked her mum. Well, said Claire, I was in the playground and I was having such a nice time on a swing and then suddenly, suddenly, I fell off. Claire burst into tears. Never mind, said her mum. Come inside and we'll put a plaster on it. A very big plaster? asked Claire. The biggest in the whole box, said her mum. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Claire was good at making up little stories, wasn't she? I've got a dinosaur in my backyard I've got a dinosaur in my backyard I blinked and blinked Cause I thought they were extinct But he's there as plain as day Making it up, no way 
Christopher called When You Walk With A Friend. When you walk with a friend, you take every step together. When the weather is fair, when it could be better, there's a time and place, you know, you see their face, so you walk through the cold and rain.
It's Kath B on the Kids Mix on Fresh FM. Have you ever eaten porridge? Well, in this story, a little girl tries three different bowls of porridge. It's Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Once upon a time, there was a little girl. Her name was Goldilocks. She had golden hair. One day, Goldilocks was walking in the forest. She saw a house and knocked on the door. She went inside. Nobody was there. Goldilocks saw three bowls on the table. She was hungry. This porridge is too hot. This porridge is too cold. This porridge is just right. Goldilocks ate all the porridge. Goldilocks was tired now. This chair is too big. This chair is too big too. This chair is just right. But the chair broke. Goldilocks was very tired. She went upstairs. This bed is too hard. This bed is too soft. This bed is just right. Soon the bears came home. Someone's been eating my porridge, said Daddy Bear. Someone's been eating my porridge, said Mummy Bear. Someone's been eating my porridge, and it's all gone, said Baby Bear. Someone's been sitting on my chair, said Daddy Bear. Someone's been sitting on my chair, said Mummy Bear. Someone's been sitting on my chair, and it's broken, said Baby Bear. Someone's been sleeping in my bed, said Daddy Bear. Someone's been sleeping in my bed, said Mummy Bear. Someone's been sleeping in my bed, and she's still there, said Baby Bear. Goldilocks woke up and saw the three bears. Help! She ran downstairs and into the forest. She never came back again. Can you hear the hum, 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 hum of the honeybee? Can you hear the tui, tui in the coal-fired tree? Can you see the sun, 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 shining up above? Hallelujah, clap your hands. Been stung by love. Got honey in my heart. Sugar in my soul. Sweetness flowing all about. Everywhere I go. Listen to my song. Can you feel the spark? Joy is buzzing all around. Got honey in my heart. Back to the start. Can you hear the hum, 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 hum of the honeybee? Beep, 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 beep. Can you hear the tui-tui and the gold-fight tree? Can you see the sun, 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 shining up above? Ooh, hallelujah, clap your hands. I've been stung by love. Got honey in my heart, sugar in my soul. Is flowing all about everywhere I go. Listen to my song. Can you feel the spark? Joy is buzzing all around. Got honey in my heart. Last time back to the start.
Can you hear the hum, 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 hum of the honey bee, 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 bee? Can you hear the tree, tree, and the coal-fired tree? Tree, 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 tree? Can you see the sun, 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 shining up above? Ooh, Hallelujah, clap your hands. I've been stung by... This is one of my favourite songs from the Little Mermaid movie called Under the Sea. Life under the sea is better than anything they got up there. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. You dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the world around you, right here on the ocean floor. Such wonderful things around you. What more is you looking for? Under the sea, under the sea. Darling, it's better down where it's wetter. Take it from me. Up on the shore, they work all day. Out in the sun, they slave away. While we be boating full time, you floating under the sea. <laughs> down you are, the fish is happy as after the waves they the fish on the land ain't happy They start cause they in the bowl But fish in the bowl is lucky They in for a worse fate One day when the boss get hungry Yes, you got me on the pay What do? Under the sea Under the sea Nobody beat us, fry us and eat us in fricassee we want the land folks loves to cook Under the sea we have to hook up We got no troubles, life is the bubbles Under the sea, under the sea Since life is sweet here, we got to be here naturally Even the sturgeon and the ray They did the earth and start to play We got the spirit, you got to hear it Under the sea The new play, the flute, the cop play, the hop, the place play they sound the chop, the bass play, the brass, the chop play, the top. The flute is the duke of soul. The way he can play the names on the strings, the chop. Rocking on the blackfish, he sing his belt and the strut. They know where it's at, they know that blowfish blow. podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show first broadcast on fresh fm the top of the south's community access media station with support from new zealand on air the funding of access media makes these podcasts possible to find similar programs by other community access media stations 
go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.